So many Americans go to Paris in the summer. And, you know, if that's all you got, I think it's fine. But the locals are gone and the tourists are there and it's in gear for the tourists and it's hot and muggy. I like Paris in the winter. The Parisians are there. I just feel like if you want Paris of the Parisians, you're likely to find it in the winter better than the summer. I'm joined by two Parisians, Arnaud Savignot and Kristen Michel. We're going to talk about Paris in the winter. Arnaud's lived there all his life. Kristen has um, lived in Paris for four winters. Yes. Met a fine young Frenchman, and now you're a local. Uh, kind of. Kind <laughs> of. Oh, you're working on it. has become more Parisian than I am, almost. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Paris in the winter, uh, Arnaud. It's cold, humid, yeah. damp, windy, isn't it? <laughs> it's very, very cold, yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a penetrating cold. It's a penetrating cold. Yes. And travelers have to remember it. Just because it's 44 degrees, I think that's the average temperature in December, uh, you're out for hours at a stretch, so you want to dress almost like you're skiing. Yeah, layers, yes. layers, layers, yes. layers. And That's be ready for being warm in the metro, so right. to yeah, pop so it up. You know, take so. it off, put it on, take it off, put Scarves, it on. Scarves, hats, yes. gloves are necessary. And mm-hmm. You're out there enjoying the streets, as you should as a traveler, mm-hmm. and you've, you've got a wonderful refuge anytime you want. Cafe. In the cafe. For the price of a little cup of coffee, you've yep. got yourself not only a warm break, a nice drink, and a very convivial scene, especially in yes. the winter, perhaps. Absolutely, with all the lights and everything outside, it's just beautiful, yes. Mm. Everything is illuminated. There's a different feeling in the wintertime in Paris. The days are a bit shorter, so the night falls more quickly, which makes, in my opinion, Paris more romantic in the yeah. wintertime. And that's a plus, I think. I, I think like so. I like Paris after dark. Absolutely, me too. And you get more Paris after dark in the you winter. You actually really see Paris by night more often. And you've got lights, and you've got no leaves on the trees, and no the beautiful leaves. architecture is So you is can there. see the buildings better, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the lights are everywhere. You, you know, know, the French are really into their floodlighting, aren't they? Yeah, they mm-hmm. do a very good job of it. They spend an incredible amount of money a illuminating of, Paris. A lot of, oh, it's amazing. Oh, it's, it's a beautiful time. Mm-hmm. I think the lights even changed at different times in the year and so on. They just It's an art form, how to show off your beautiful mm-hmm. architecture yes. with the help of lights. Absolutely. Let's talk specifically... November, if somebody's planning. I know they've got the, the Beaujolais Nouveau. Ah, mm-hmm. Beaujolais. Yes, the Beaujolais. Tell which me I, about that. Well, it's... Uh, I know, maybe, Christian, you like it better than I do. Uh, for me, I, I don't consider Beaujolais Nouveau as a real wine. Or, what, what is it, what is I it don't think. Ma- I don't think but, many people consider Beaujolais... Yes, uh, it's, but it's, not, just it's definitely not the, the best wine that France produces, but they have decided to embrace the fact that it is a young, simple, fruity wine, and they have made a holiday out of it. So Beaujolais Mm. Nouveau, it means the new Beaujolais wine. Coming out. It's just been produced, so the grapes were picked in September. The wine was made in October, and in November it's put in the bottles. um, And on the third Wednesday, I believe it is, of the month at 12.01 a.m., Bylaw, so I guess it's the Thursday, really. Oh, yeah, it's, right. it's all set up bylaw, yeah. Right? You are allowed to cork the bottles of Beaujolais. Mm-hmm. You cannot do it before. And so the cafes and restaurants are full of decoration and bottles, and everyone takes off Thursday from work, and they go wow. to the cafes, and they drink this new, young, fruity wine. So the cafes are staying open. Uh, the Wednesday night is sort of a party, and at midnight, yes. with great fanfare, they pop this young, simple, not great wine, but it's a, it's a celebration of the new wine. Absolutely. Just another opportunity to go out and drink wine. Absolutely. But it is, An excuse uh, for a party. Yeah, Beaujolais Nouveau, the third Wednesday at midnight. So actually the third Thursday, the wee hours in November. You can enjoy that. And then there's also an independent winemaker show that's a a big Mm. deal, I I understand, in November in Paris. Mm -hmm. It is. I went to it for the first time this year. It's it's located at the Porte de Versailles. 
And it goes on for about five days. This yeah. is the last weekend in November, I believe, or late in November, five late days. November, yes. yes. At the Port uh, of Versailles. Port, port. Versailles. port of Versailles. It's a, it's a convention a center. very large convention right. so, center. So, Kristen, you were just there. What is, I understand there's just like a thousand stands. It is amazing. We were there all day long on a Sunday. We could not make it. We only did maybe a tenth of what was available. You got drunk or what? Uh, no. But no, how no, do you, no, yeah, no, but no. You, you, get, you pay one price, it's right? Tasting, not drinking. It's tasting. So you pay yeah, one price. I understand 15. you pay six euros. That's like $10. Right. And then you've got, do they give you a little and you walk, bun? They give, they give you an actual glass uh-huh. that it's a, it's a great uh, keepsake because it has the Salon des Vignons printed on the glass. You go in and everything is organized by region. So you have little booths of uh, people from the Loire, people from the Côte d'Iron, people from Bordeaux, from Burgundy. Yeah, you have to make it to this place. I huh? have to go because oh, it's yes. more than just a wine festival. It's, it's a fantastic. cultural festival with all the varieties of the people And you of can France really there. taste, you know, all the wines, the variety in France. And you will feel the pride of each region. Oh, yes. Oh, because yes. I, we all know Paris is sort of the, 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 the pinnacle of French mm-hmm. culture. Oh, but there yes. is some culture outside of Paris. Well, uh, everywhere, you know, every province is different. And Uh, proud. uh, And, of course, you know, I I come from Burgundy, and this is... So it all comes together there. First is Burgundy, and then it's France. What what is the name of this? It's the Salon des... Des Vignerons. Salon des Vignerons. Indépendant. Indépendant, This is is important. Independent. So it's it's an independent winemaker's convention. Mm -hmm. So you're supporting small mom-and-pop vineyards, wineries. Okay, so there's two great things in November. The New Wine Festival, Beaujolais Nouveau, Mm -hmm. third Wednesday in November, and then the last weekend in November for about five days, the Independent Winemakers Show. Yes. I'm going to plan on that. Now, in (laughs) December, we've got, of course, the holiday season ramping up. And Arno, what what happens to the city of Paris every Christmas? Well, the city is feverish. Uh, People are running, you know, after work to uh, to buy their, their gifts. It's yeah. It's you can feel the tension. You know, it's. Um, I mean, just to prepare Christmas is a big, big deal. You know, and the windows are, are made up. Do it's all go made up. Window You've shopping. Got all the toys. Uh, if you go by the uh, Galerie Lafayette, Grand the Magazine. Printemps, the, the, the great department stores, you've got all the, the toys. What's the French word for window shopping? Lèche uh, vitrine. What does that mean? Lick the window. Window licking. Window licking. So you'll go out with your kids and do some window licking. Yes, yes. And no. actually they have a little uh, stage so the kids can go up and really see the, the, the toys animated. It's really fun. And they do a new window design every single every year. Every year is different. And yes. things that move, lots of dolls. It, it's absolutely lovely Bears, for the children. Whatever, yeah. So that must be a tradition for people to take it the is. kids downtown on yes, Christmas. it is. Now the Champs-Élysées, we all know the grandest boulevard in all of Europe. Mm. Yes. It goes all out on Christmas. It's, uh, and you also have now uh, what you call a Christmas village uh, on the Champs-Élysées. Well, there are lots of Christmas villages they everywhere. F- a few of them, actually. But they have, Montmartre um, as well. Like a, like a German Christmas market. Yes, I mean, kind of. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Rick Steves. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're celebrating winter in Paris with Arnaud Savignat and Kristen Michel. Our phone number is 877-333-RICK. You can email us at radio at ricksteves.com. Abby's on the line from Tallahassee, Florida. Abby, thanks for your call. Hello. Hello. Hi. Bonjour. Thank you for having me. Um, are there places that I can go ice skating in Paris? Yes, of course. Oh, absolutely. That's right a great point. Right in front of the Hotel de Ville. It's a very central. Every year, you know, they set up you know, uh, an ice skating ring, igloo sometimes as well yes. for, uh, you know, changing your shoes. Uh, it's beautiful. It's a lovely thing to do. It's actually yes. technically free as well. Mm-hmm. It's something that it the city free. of Paris offers to mm-hmm. 
not only Parisians but also visitors. You only have to pay to rent your skates. That's it. So if you bring your skates from home, you can it's skate free. for I free. I guess technically if you wanted mm-hmm. to put right. them in your yeah. so luggage. Now, so now this is, uh, well, I'm saying for a Parisian to do that. <laughs> but uh, you got in front of the Hotel de Ville, the city hall. Right in front of it. You'll see that in your sightseeing. Yes. It's very close to the Ile de la Cité. In, mm-hmm. in, on the way to Notre Dame, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it's a wonderful scene if you're going to ice skate or not. And if you don't ice skate, you can always uh, do a little uh, merry-go-round on the corner. That's free, too. The it, Carousel de Noël? Yes. Well, they, they are there you know, for the whole year. Uh-huh. But then for Christmas, the mayor is subsidi- uh, subsidizing it. Mm. That's how you say this? Your mayor Perfect. is and subsidizing? So it's free for the children really? to do the, the merry-go-round. The mayor pays for the merry-go-round for yes. the children at Christmas. Yes, we have a good mayor. Vive la France. Il will be a saint. Now, there's also an ice skating rink halfway up the Eiffel Tower. Uh, yes, oh yes, yes, on the first floor, you're yeah, right. It's quite small. It's a smaller one, but it's, it's really nice. So now, Abby, are you heading off to Paris? I don't have anything planned, if you go in, like to. <laughs> if, you, if you go in the winter, you might want to check out that ice skating. Thanks for your call. Yes, thank you for having me. You bet. I'm speaking with Arnaud Savigny and Kristen Michel. We're talking about winter in Paris. So November, December, January, February, let's just talk winter food. What sort mm. of festive and, and uh, My cheerier? favorite topic. You mean Christmas food? No, not Christmas food, oh, just, just winter, winter food, food, whatever. Well, what, what would be good, Kristen, in the, mm. special in the winter? Well, first of all, what you're going to see in all the cafes, once it starts to get cold, is they will have large cast iron pots of vin chaud vin on the chaud, counter. Yes. Hot wine. Hot wine, or mold wine, as we mm-hmm. would call it. Spiced. Mm-hmm. Spiced red wine with cinnamon and cloves and orange. It's delicious. Now, I've had... Um, French onion soup in the summer, and my Parisian friends kind of go, what are you doing? Oh, yes, come on. I mean, the on- but, oh, yeah. but in the winter? Well, you can eat the onion soup all year round, really. It's a very traditional dish. It's, you know, um, onion. It's very liquidish mm. with cheese in it. You like it, Kristen? I do. I personally don't like it, but, but it's never more, mind. It's very liquidish. <laughs> you, you said it's liquid. I'm the French one here like who doesn't one. like it. <laughs> but it's, it's, a, it's, more, it's more appropriate in the winter, I would imagine. Uh, yes. I mean, soup, you know, is something we really eat at home most of the time mm. in the winter because it's, okay. it's warm. And, and, it's, and you see a lot of oysters out in the Oh, winter. absolutely. Seafood it's all the over the season. place. It is. They're oysters for, me, for New Year's, for example, the typical meal on New Year's Eve is oysters and champagne. Raw uh, oysters? It's raw true. oysters, yes. champagne, uh, perhaps yes. some foie gras as well. Alors, foie gras. For, oh. for me, it would be on Christmas because uh, New Year's Eve is more like a friend party and we just party all night with catering and champagne. N- nothing else but champagne is allowed, mm. though. It's true. You know, I'm interested that people are really crazy about the quality hot chocolate, which is very good as a oh, little break in yes. the winter. Mm, you have and to go people, to La Durée for you that. Know, you hear people, ah, oh, the chocolate. Yes. And I, to be honest, have a hard time realizing how chocolate can be so good. But oh, what is the yummy. advice for the best hot chocolate in the winter? Oh, there's many, many places. But my best for me, as far as I'm concerned, is La Durée. The fancy cafe on the Champs Elysees. It's uh, you have three of them in Paris. Oh, yeah. uh, one close to La Madeleine, one in the Champs Elysees, one in the uh, Saint Germain area, and that's the shop which makes the uh, best uh, macaron. You know the so, macaron. La Durée. And La Durée. Two words. L A L A D U R W E. Is that one word or two words? La Durée. Yes. One word. Yes. And uh, the macaroons. Oh. They sell twenty thousand of them every day. And you buy half of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look how skinny I am. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, what are your thoughts on these beautiful uh, delicacies? On the macaroons? Well, first of all, macaron has absolutely nothing to do with what an American would call a macaroon. Mm, that's true. Because to an American, it means coconut. Mm. And it's definitely not that in France. Um, they can be flavored with all different kinds of chocolate, coffee, fruit flavors. Ginger. It's, yes, it's two lime. pieces of meringue with a bit of flavored cream on the inside. They're That's lovely. a nice thing anytime you're, but uh, you drop by and, and then, as uh, Arnaud was talking about, 
the hot chocolate at La Durée. Where do you go for your best hot chocolate? Well, there's one place that's very famous for us. It's called Angelina's. Angelina too, And yes. it's on the Rue de Rivoli, right across from the Tuileries Gardens. And they're famous for it because it's à l'ancienne, which means it's served. It's an actual pot of melted chocolate served with a pot of steamed milk on the side and a what I would call a small vat of whipped cream as well. Sounds very and low so calorie. You, very it thick. It is. It's light. It's, <laughs> a, it's a nice light snack. Yeah, but you mix your own chocolate together and you sweeten it as you wish. What well. is the name of that light? Angelina's. Angel- no, Angelina. No, the, the style of... Alancien means old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. Ancient style. Yes. Hot chocolate. Ancient. Now, Kristen, you've lived in Paris for four years, and it's it, it feels like it's your hometown. It sounds like it's your playground. I think it's become that. It has, oh, yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Kristen, Michel, Arnaud Savignon, we're in Paris in the winter. Kristen, take me to one spot that you want to take me to really celebrate Paris in the winter. Oh, you know, I'll just walk you down three blocks away from my apartment, down to the metro corner, where there's a gentleman grilling chestnuts over a, a large tin can, and the smell is in the air. I look down the street, which is a market street, and there are Christmas lights above our heads. So sparkling lights, uh, the smell of chestnuts, it's winter. Immersed in Paris. Arnaud, give me a a winter image of Paris that you like. Oh, the snow. Snow. We had so much snow these last two years. (laughs) Oh, it's true, yes. Alors, the the snow in Paris, which is quite rare. Last winter, we had lots of snow. Three times, actually. It was quite amazing. And um, I would take you to the Luxembourg Garden in the middle of the day, in the week, where everybody's working. Nobody goes there because it's too cold, and it's just all white, and there's nobody there, and you feel so, you know, uh, peaceful in a little town. A Parisian winter wonderland. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's where Ernest Hemingway, you know, used to go to uh, the Luxembourg Garden, loved it. That's where he found his inspiration. You mm-hmm. could be a modern-day Hemingway in mm-hmm. Luxembourg Gardens, blanketed in snow, inspired to mm-hmm. appreciate the city of light. City of lights. The city of lights. Yeah, it is. Christine Michel, Arnaud Savignon, merci bien. Merci beaucoup. Merci, à bientôt. Rick Steves teaches smart travel to France and beyond. At ricksteves.com, you'll find an archive of interviews from his radio show, free audio tours of Paris's top sites, a monthly travel newsletter, and a world of information to help you turn your travel dreams into smooth and affordable reality. To gear up for your next French adventure, begin your trip at ricksteves.com. <laughs>